Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangas. So tonight I was joined by Troy Makepeace just to talk about um, how we're going so far this season. Um, you know, a bit of a preview of a Carlton game coming up, what we hope to see, um, where we can sort of get better and how we can improve, you know, and get back to the sort of form we had against Sydney. So, yeah, I was uh, joined by Troy and it was a really good chat. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's good to get an ex-player's perspective on, on it all um, to talk about um, where, some, you know, where the game is at uh, as far as psychologically for some of these individual players. And, and even coaches and so forth. So, anyways, um, I won't hold you up anymore. I'll bring on Troy right now. So, I'm joined once again by Troy Makepeace. Um, so, we won't talk too much about last Sunday's game, uh, Troy. I, I don't know how much you've seen of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we might as well go um, to a review of the first six rounds. Are you a bit disappointed in how we started the season, even with the tough draw? Um, yeah, look, to be honest, I am a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, you're right, we did have a tough draw, um, but I guess when you finish on the bottom of the ladder, you're playing everyone above you, aren't you? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I, it's – and I think I'm seeing it from uh, the supporters' side of the fence now. We yeah. were previously being on, on the playing side. I'm seeing it from the supporters' side of the fence and the fact that you, you do want to see that improvement. You do want to see some um, development. Uh, and it's just, I don't, you just sort of want to see them have a crack as well, I think, bottom yeah. line. And to to play the way we did against Sydney, the last two weeks has almost put a damper on that yeah. game yeah. in the sense that, okay, you look back at it now, okay, was it just the fact that Sydney were poor that day? You just you just don't yeah. know now. Like, it's just disappointing we've come out after a game two weeks and we haven't shown that effort uh, and that intensity uh, yeah. For for a longer period of time and and see that improvement, not so much over a game but over over the course of four or five games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're talking about a lot about a rebuild, and I'll ask you this because I asked this uh, the other day. Um, yeah. Are we using that as too much of an excuse now that um, after poor performances, like particularly the last couple of weeks, and even against Brisbane about a month ago, that we're starting yeah. to use it as a bit of an excuse that um, to make up for poor performances? No, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know about yeah. an excuse. It, it, there, there has to come a time where it's beyond that, um, where you can't use that anymore. Uh, we're we're getting very very close to that, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, it's it's got to get to a point now where you, like I mentioned before, you got to see uh, a prolonged uh, effort. Um, you know, we're going to have lapses as a young side will, yeah. uh, but we want to see a prolonged effort over a period of, you know, whether it's four or five weeks and uh, and see that development uh, yeah. over then. It's just been a bit disappointing that we come out um, you know, against the Bulldogs and give up, what was that, eight or nine goals? And then uh, similar to, to Geelong, we give up what first quarter. And then yeah, we just... Was... Uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, I was just saying we're just chasing for the rest of the game and, you know, um, and is it because the opposition take the foot off the pedal and the game's done after quarter time, mm. or do we lift for that three quarters and and sort of you know square the ledger for three quarters or a half? And it's just disappointing. You know, you you go down by 
seven, eight, ten goals uh, yeah. for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's been 11 and 10 goals uh, respectively the last couple of weeks. And I think even last week, it would have been a lot more if uh, uh, Geelong kicked straighter. I mean, I think Jeremy Cameron missed a couple uh, set shots about 30 out, which um, he probably should have nailed, really. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's signs there. Like, we, you obviously talked about the Sydney game, and there was that 15-minute period in the second quarter against the Bulldogs. I think you were at the game. But yep. th- there's something there, isn't there? I mean, I- I'm not the only one that's thinking this, that, that we're not as bad as what we've shown, but... Yeah, like you said, it's about uh, sustained effort. Not, yeah, we just don't seem to do it for long enough, do we? Yeah, that second quarter against the Bulldogs was um, fantastic. You know, you felt the vibe at the game as well. We were right yeah. in the game. But, you know, when you're giving, up, you're giving up nine goals in the first quarter and then you come out and you kick a, a really solid five, 15 minutes, if you're kicking those five goals at the start of the game, we're not behind yeah. you know, by, by seven. We're in front by a couple and we're right in the game. So... How yeah. how we go about rectifying that or yeah um, you're right we we as fans um, we're not expecting or not wanting anything that we haven't seen already so it's not yeah. impossible what we're sort of our expectations as, as supporters are not impossible for the players to achieve because they've done it before um, they just haven't done it for for a long period of time and I, I think yeah that. The, Reading some frustrations from supporters, you know, about game plan, defence, um, yeah. you know, um, player personnel. Um, I think we need to just scale it right back and just go, let's just all out, um, attack on the footy, attack on the man with the footy, and then, you know, let your natural uh, ability take over after that because our, our defence has been pretty poorly um, yes. and... For some reason, we can only do 15, 20-minute bursts of intensity and effort. Yeah. And what do you think that um, comes down to? Is that like um, like we've started really poor in three of the last four games against Brisbane, Bulldogs, and last weekend against Geelong. I think they yeah. kicked three goals, seven or four goals, seven in the first quarter. I mean, yeah. lucky they kicked inaccurate. But is that coming down to the coaching tactics at the start of the game, or is it just a playing group collectively not being switched on at start of games? It's hard. Like, um, yeah. you know, Dennis Pagan used to say that you know 90% of football is played between your ears and that's um, yeah. the mental side of the game sounds easy is probably one of the hardest things uh, to do, particularly when you know the, the expectation of a team that's essentially bottomed out um, in the last 18 months, the expectation is improvement and if you're not getting it this week, then there's pre- the pressure builds. Okay, we're going to get it next week. Are we going to get it the week after? And you look forward to the the fixture, and you go, okay, there's an opportunity to win here or there, or or effort, and um, you know, the, the self doubt sort of comes in and, and mounts, yeah. and um, you know, so yeah, it's the mental side of the game is, um, like I said, easy to talk about, but very very hard to fix. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, the club have put a lot of our uh, social media videos uh, this week uh, talking about how hard we're working at training and even showing uh, uh, players that are uh, doing gym work. So, obviously, they're trying to get the message across that we are working hard enough, but uh, something's going to miss in the on uh, the weekends. And obviously, like you said, it's ninety percent mental. So, I'm not too sure what's happening to them. Um, yeah, you know, mentally during you know, particularly the start of the game where you just um they seem a bit flat footed and and like you you played in teams where you know 
we prided ourselves on Shinbone and Spirit. We weren't yeah. always the most talented team, but we always found, you know, we were always a very tough team physically um, and even mentally. And, yeah, we just, um, I, I guess, that, you know, long-term supporters like myself and a number of others, I think we're just a bit frustrated that we're, we're not seeing the effort for, long, you know, sustained periods and we're just coming out a bit flat. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's kind of hurting a bit, I, I for a lot of supporters, especially long-term supporters. But, um, yeah, in saying that, where do you see the main problems in the team? Do you, like, offensively, we're not scoring enough as well. Yeah. It's not just uh, defensively. And defensively, we've, um, you know, conceding a lot of scores. Um, where do you see the main problems? Or is it just uh, a combination of things? Because statistically, we're pretty much last in every category. Yeah, unfortunately, in the bucket, isn't there? Um, yeah. And which ones to plug at, at, at the right time is... You fix one thing and then, you know, the other thing catches you out. Um, I think personally, and I want to – I'm not a big fan of sort of sinking the boots into people personally, whether it's coaches, um, staff, yeah. players, and um, I don't want to single out any anyone in particular. Um, so I'll, I'll endeavour not to do that. I've got opinions <laughs> on, on – Yeah, I'll try and, you know, I'm not – I don't want to be one of those people that sort of sinks the boots in when the – when things are down, so yeah, where on. I see where I see um, an issue, I believe, is um, our team zone defence. Uh, when we don't have the footy, I think we're not working hard enough in, in guarding our our area. Uh, we're not working uh, collectively in, in handing over when a player runs through our particular area that we're defending. Uh, particularly stood out in the Bulldogs game. Uh, obviously, when you're there, you see the whole ground, uh, not just. Yeah. What you see on screen, and I didn't really see that handing over of, of defence uh, when someone left your particular area. There was no, hey, such and such, you know, cover him. Yeah, I've no, got communication, this no communication, no talk. It was all about. Yeah. Uh, it looked to me all about you know players going. I'm covering my area. I'm doing my job, yeah. and not yeah, really worried about what was happening outside their area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'd like to see us go back to a more one-on-one, uh, man-on-man. Defense, uh, and just see if we can correct things that way, and then slowly get the zone defense, which I think can be very handy. But you need a, a twenty-two player buy-in uh, and commitment to make that work. Which you, know, you look at the best side; the, the demons do that very, very well. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, you know, it was only about three years ago. They were probably in a similar boat to us. They were, they were very, you know, um, try, uh, um, What's his name? Uh, Christian Petrarca was was seen as a player that was a one way player. Um, so yep. it takes it takes a lot of time, um, doesn't it? Like uh, to it get does. that maturity and um, get the fitness, I suppose, to be two way players, doesn't it? Yeah, and the other thing is coaches. Um, yeah. You look at um, you look at Melbourne. Uh, Goodwin has that continuity now. Uh, Damien Hardwick, Clarkson when he was at Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you recall when Damien Hardwick. And the Tigers were going through a bit of a rough patch. There was talk of him getting the sack, and yeah, yeah, I remember. You know, um, but the club saw the direction that they were heading and saw that the development that they've put into those players and the coaching staff. I think they signed him for another two or three years in that really low period, and then from there they they were fantastic. And so that yeah. I look at I look at those scenarios, um, those particular coaches, Beveridge at the Bulldogs. Um, I look at those scenarios and liken that to what we're going through at the moment in the sense that, okay, now Noble's a year and a half into into his coaching career. These yeah. guys 
four years before they really started to turn a corner. And even yeah. then, they went through a low patch where yeah. things were questioned. Club stuck with them. And so I'm hoping that that's a direction we can head, yeah. if uh, uh, myself included. Uh, yeah. Ride the bumps. Um, uh, we just want to. I think uh, as a collective, we just want to see some little wins along the way. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, you talked about coach David Noble, and he's about thirty games or close to thirty games into yep. his rebuild. I mean, he's been given a tough hand as well. I mean, you know, we, the club got rid of a lot of players like Ben Brown, delisted about twelve yep. as well in that period. Yep. So it was always going to be a bottom out. So yep. you know, we, we want to give him time. Um, how much time should we give him before we start judging David Noble as a coach, or should we even start judging him now? Uh, good question. Um, yeah. I would like it's a tough one. Yeah, I, I think three years. After three yeah. years, you should be able to see a clear direction in where they've come from, where they're going. Hit the nail on the head with um, the, the hand that has been dealt uh, halfway through a, a COVID pandemic. Um, dealing with, you know, uh, what is it, with, um, where they had to be away from home. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to develop a team, continuity, even, you know, the start of this year, you had uh, little bubbles here and there of COVID situations. So it's it has been difficult. Yeah. Uh, the spotlight is 100% on the club at the moment. Um, and we need to ride the bumps as he is. Um, and it's it's yeah. it's easy to question, and you can see why people yeah. question. But you just got to look at the bigger picture, unfortunately, and um, look at the where we want to get to. And yeah, like I said, little wins along the way, little glimpses um, that can then string them together and piece together a, a run of some good games will be really really nice by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think the fixture will ease up a little bit over the coming weeks. I mean, we've got Carlton tomorrow who are going pretty well, four and two there. But they've lost um, uh, Pitney in Iraq. It was, it was an important part of their uh, start to the year and they yep. really fell apart last week against Fremantle. So, and history, history says that uh, we've been uh, quite good against Carlton in recent years as well. We usually put up a pretty competitive performance um, if we don't beat them. So, yeah, yep. no, that's, that's probably a, you know, a good game to... You know, get a gauge of um, where we're really at. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we kind of know where we're at, but um, yeah, it might be you know to get a bit of confidence. It'd be nice to get off to a good start as well tomorrow. Try and win the first quarter, and that might set the tone as well. Like we got that yeah. um, against Sydney. We t- yeah, we'll talk about that. We, you know, we started off the game pretty well. You seen that Jack Zebel, you know, got that tackle on Nick Blake in the first minute and set the tone. Yeah. So hopefully something similar can happen uh, tomorrow night, and um, yeah, it can get us. Going a bit, so yeah, we'll um, we'll have to yeah we'll have to see how we go with that anyway. Um, where do you like? I, I talked about Jack Zebel. Um, where do you think his best position is? Um, I, I like him up forward. Um, yeah, you know, you spoke about the first impact play he had against Sydney, and then you look at the next game against the Bulldogs. You know, we get the first clearance, and he. And he drops a, you know, mark, in, yeah. I dare say he'd be a bit embarrassed by it. Um, a chess mark he really should have taken. They go up the other end of the ground and kick a goal. Um, yeah. Momentum, you know, it, I, I just look at that and go, that's one of those sliding doors moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I think I think up forward um, where, you know, I, I've, in the past I've sort of liked him down back because he can see the whole field. Yeah. Um, 
I just worry about his speed. Yeah. Um, I think his leadership is fantastic and it can't be questioned, but I just yeah. a little bit worried about speed. And I think in the forward line, he can have more of a, an impact um, where he's more likely to be chased rather than have to be the chaser. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably you know, lost a yard, but um, yeah. you know, as you do when you get older. Um, but, um, yeah, look, I think his best position is forward. But at the moment, the ball's um, – the way the ball's getting delivered, it can be slow at times. Um, it can be, you know, against two or three opponents as well. Yeah. So it's, it's made it – we've made it a bit tough for him. I mean, I've seen it against the Bulldogs. He had a couple of one-on-ones against um, Ed Richards, and he was too strong for him. Um, yeah. He, he obviously did capitalise. And obviously – yeah, it would have been nice. Like, it might have set the tone if he took that chest mark early. You could see the yeah. crowd roar when the yeah, ball's exactly. coming down. And, um, yeah, it could have set the tone like the Sydney game. And, like you said, a sliding doors moment, you never know. We could have another good performance uh, like the That's Sydney right. game. But um, they pretty much kicked three goals before we got another possession after that, really. Yeah. So, and that, that's yeah. not putting it on him either. As no, no, of course not. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just the way it goes. I mean, we talked about leaders. Um, what did yeah. you make of... Uh, like straight after the game, Sonia Hood uh, coming on Twitter and pretty much, um, you know, sort of talking about rebuilds. Is that the right time to be – like emotions are high straight after a game. Is that yeah. the right time for a president to be tweeting, you think? Um, well, you can see one side of it that not the right time, you know, it's too early, it's too soon. And then yeah. if, if the president waits two, three days or – then the other side of the argument will say, well, why is it taking so long to get a response from the club? So I don't think she's in a, <laughs> yeah, a win-win win situation. Win. So uh, yeah. I think it's great. Uh, personally, I think get on the front foot. You know, um, yeah. Sonia's going to be riding the bumps as much as anyone. Um, yeah. So to see the club come out and, you know, be proactive in that stance, I think is really good. Show some great leadership, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a tough position. I mean, as soon as she started, I think we've uh, we've been flogging it in a few games. But I mean, I feel we're going pretty well. Um, you know, memberships at uh, pretty high, and yep. you know, financially we're going really well. Um, a lot better than uh, in the days when you were playing. You would have found it a bit uh, a lot tougher back then. So, you know, yeah, and I've read um, a couple of books like Brent Harvey and um, Wayne Carey's book and. Yeah, and yeah, players were used to line up to go get the paycheck, and the club used to tell them, "No, we don't have it for you this week," and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, very different times at the moment in that regard. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. Like, yeah, no, she's, yeah, she, I mean, it's it's obviously tough. It, like you said, you you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you if you don't really. So, yeah. um, if you say something, um, yeah, you, you're going to get the emotion uh, straight after a game with supporters asking for effort and so forth. And if you don't say anything, then the, then people come out and say, well, we're, why hasn't the club made a statement or anything like that? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it is tough. I, I, I definitely it. agree with that. So we'll move forward uh, to this week against Carlton. Uh, so we've obviously um, made three changes to the team. Um, that is Aiden Bonner. Callum Coleman-Jones comes in for his second game and Jaden Stevenson. Um, three pretty good ins. Uh, Tristan Sherry, unfortunately, injured um, with a hot spot in his foot. Eddie Ford, um, medical sub is, was out. Uh, he's injured as well, apparently. So And Ben, ben Mackay gets a suspension. Yeah. Um, and Atsu Bossanavlagi, unfortunately, omitted. Um, how, how do you see the changes to the team? Are you happy with them? Um, well, not one. Um, yeah, oh, no, that's, that's why you can't <laughs> control, I suppose. So. Well, could we? 
Oh, look, yeah, I, I agree. Does. I, I couldn't even tell from the vision what he what he really done. That was horrible, sort of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've comments as well, and I, I do agree with them. I'd like to see us challenge that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, just that's one way of fighting, isn't it? You know, like yeah. picking up your players and, okay, they might have got some advice to say, well, you're not going to win. And I'd say, well, let's sacrifice the money and um, show that we're going to go down fighting and uh, you never know. Um, hello, is that sounding like I'm being too hard on it? Or no? Well, what, what's the repercussions? Do you get an extra week if you lose the appeal, or is it just well, a finding? I think that problem? comes down to the points and what what the point valuation. Yeah, uh, the, the grading of it. I think some can be graded, say, a t- yeah, uh, I'll see. Two week yeah. ban, but you get a one week if you plead guilty. Um, I have also seen some where you get a, a one-week ban, but it's not going to change if you plead guilty. Yeah. So I don't know uh, to answer that, but I know you sort of sacrifice your, your money. Um, yeah. You, I think it's about 10 grand you've got to put up to challenge it, and you get it back if you win or you, you sacrifice it. If, um, and, yeah, he might have got two weeks. I, I don't know. That might have been a, a defining factor as well. Yeah, I Probably mean, look, looking at the incident, oh, I wouldn't think there was much in it to suggest you get a week. Um, yeah. or I, I like, that. like I said, it's hard to see where his eyes were pointed. You yeah, know, if yeah. he had, if he didn't have eyes on the ball, um, understandable. Okay, maybe, maybe that yeah. was the case. Who knows? Um, I'm only going by same as you. What we've seen in that little clip. Yeah, it's inconclusive. Like it? Yeah. 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 So the other, yeah, the I don't, other know, I don't even know how they got a week for that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that that's yeah. another debate for for another podcast, mate. The uh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. You're always saying, uh, saying that the tribunal's inconsistent with his decisions there, Troy. Ah, oh, yeah, I could say that. Oh, I'm allowed <laughs> to say that now, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. I just seen the tweet you put about um uh, the. The raising of the arms, um, getting fifty metre penalties for that, and all that sort of thing. So that that went viral. Yeah, it did get a bit of traction. <laughs> uh, a little bit surprising, but um, got some got some pretty good feedback, uh, both negative and positive. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I think yeah, everyone I sees the frustration in it, though. Yeah, how would you have gone with that uh, rule playing back in your day? Not well, not well. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, you know, I, I also you, there's umpires that would. Uh, I think it's come out in, the, in already. Uh, Darren Goldspink would give it back to you as much as what you gave it to him, and and then he'd put you in your place and you'd shut your mouth pretty quickly. Then, um, yeah, yeah. then there was other umpires that you could talk ball and discuss things, and they'd tell you what they thought of it. And uh, I think that's a better way to go about it. I think it's yeah. how you talk to the umpires and how you not remonstrate, but how you react to free kicks. Um, yeah. which, you know, I think is pretty clear. If you're angry at the umpire, even angry at the decision or or just questioning. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the thing. I think you're allowed to question decisions and just have a chat about it. I mean, it's more when you get aggressive with your tone. Yeah, that's fair enough. You, we don't want to see that. But if, no, exactly. I think you're allowed to sort of say, yeah, well, what was that for? I, I did this and you've ruled me for that or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, is it? No, I think there's an easy response to to that from an umpire's point of view. He could just clearly just go, that's how I saw it. I saw yeah, you got yeah. too high or I saw you held on too long. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean. Different, but that's just how I saw it from where I was. 
Yeah, and you got replays on screen straight away, so they they keep t- pointing uh, to that uh, to tell umpire this is what happened, sort of thing. And obviously, they're not happy with that. And um, yeah, it's it's interesting coming from uh, Brad Scott, sort of defending the umpires when he, he was the <laughs> he, when he was coach, he used to whinge about it all the time when we copped the free kick. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right. the hard part is, I find is you know having that go down to local football league level where you don't have the luxury of replays or. You know the the training that yeah. AFL umpires get. You know local footy umpires don't get that. They get an email from AFL Victoria saying this is what you're doing and this is how you're going to do it. Yeah, and then you sort of deal with the consequences. And the other thing is local umpires don't have the luxury of walk being able to walk underneath the grandstand um, yeah. with police presence and and whatnot. So that's yeah. the only fear I have for for local footy umpires. And it's hard enough to get local umpires as it is. Um, to, to get people to play the game we love. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to the footy with a mate who was next AFL umpire, and um, his son umpires AFL at the moment, and um, he said uh, local footy, um, he's had to come out of retirement, he's 62, uh, yeah. just umpire under-19s games and, and so forth. And, yeah, he's, um, he said uh, the shortage of umpires at the moment is shocking. So, obviously, you know, AFL are trying to encourage to get more umpires. Um, yep. So... Yeah, I can understand it from that point of view, but um, putting your arms up, just question the decision. You, you don't want to go too far with it as well. And it did sort of settle down a bit last weekend, didn't it? Oh, I didn't watch too much footy last week. I had a festival of footy at home. I had a game yeah, on oh, Friday night, had full day Saturday and a full day Sunday. So I didn't watch much AFL footy at all. Oh, that's right. No, <laughs> you, you didn't miss much in our games. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All you had to do was uh, look at the score at uh, quarter time and pretty much realise uh, what was going on. So, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah no, nah, it wasn't. But, um, yeah, we move forward anyway. We can't yep. live in the past, as they say. So, yeah, we're, we're talking about team changes. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, we got with... What's that? We got off track. Sorry, mate. No, no. It's, yeah, we did. We went on a bit of a rant there, so, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we'll talk about team changes. Um, yep. Callum Collins-Jones. How, you know, there's been a lot of uh, question marks about his recruitment. Why did we yep. spend so much money to get him when he's playing reserves and we already had yep. Todd Goldstein um, and Tristan Sherry and even uh, young Jacob Edwards? Uh, yep. is, I mean, obviously, we had to play him this week. Do, do you think he would have got a game this week if Tristan Sherry was fit? Um, well, reading between the lines, I think he might have. Yeah. Um, who was going to come out for him? I don't know. Obviously, that injury to to Sherry makes makes the decision a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Going, going back to a previous had before in regards to where are we lacking? Um, I think our forward structure lacks a little bit. I think Coleman yeah. Jones coming in um, should, my opinion, play ninety percent forward, ten percent ruck to give Goldstein a a, a chop out. The only downside of that is Coleman Jones has been playing 90% ruck and 10% forward in the VFL yeah. and doing yeah. quite well. Um, is, yeah. I, I think our forward structure needs a, a bit of a, a look at. I think we need two key forwards. I thought when Ben Brown was playing really well, uh, Larky came in, gave him a chop out, and both of them started feeding off each other and playing some good footy. I think yeah. we need a similar setup with Larky having someone to take some, some pressure off him. Coleman Jones can play that role. Um, also releases a bit of pressure onto Zerha, releases a bit of pressure off Zebel as well. Um, yeah. I think we need some dangerous small forwards, which I'm hoping we've got in Paul Curtis. Uh, to yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? 
to deal with it at ground level. He does look very good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I like I like the Coleman Jones in. Sorry to cut you off, mate. No, no, that's all right. Yeah. I like, no, yeah. I, I, go on. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just yeah, going to say, yeah, I like yeah. the Coleman Jones in. Um, I think it yeah. can straighten us up going forward. Hopefully, our forward entries uh, can benefit from that as well. Yeah, so you see Todd Goldsley as number one ruck predominantly this week. And I Gallagher think he has to. Yeah. Yeah. First, I mean, uh, obviously, I'm not, I'm not coach, but I think looking at the, the structure, I think he plays permanent, uh, so prominent ruck role, less forward, and Coleman Jones plays the opposite. Yeah. I mean, have you seen that Todd Goldstein uh, forward sort of uh, experiment where he's playing predominantly as a forward uh, going in the ruck? I look at how he's done it in the past. I think he catches sides out when he plays more ruck and, and sneaks Good. forward rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. And uh, yeah, Aiden Bonner and uh, Jaden Stevenson comes back from Milnes. Do, do you see Stevenson playing um, like predominantly as a forward or do you like him playing in, for spells in the midfield as well? When he went back to the reserves, he played um, a lot on ball. Yeah, who he yeah. takes, who he takes out, or who he who he replaces um, is the question. Um, I don't mind him pinch hitting uh, on ball. I think he can provide that bit, little bit of X factor. Um, yeah. He can play a few different roles. It's just when he's off. Unfortunately, he he's off um, by a little bit. So yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him up and about early, and then you know I think you can play him anywhere, and he'll do really well. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, couldn't agree more with that. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the coach's hat this week. So, yeah. you know, five minutes before a bounce, uh, the final message uh, right. to players. What would you say? Because obviously we'll come up with slow starts. Yeah. Um, how would you How would you uh, motivate them to you know get off to a good start at least um, at least first ten minutes? Uh, I would personally, I would say for six weeks. Forget what we've said. Forget put in place the last two hours, the first five minutes, go out and get as many tackles, as many pressure acts, as many spoils. You know, any time a Carlton player gets his hands on the footy, I want a North player on him um, every single time. And, you know, if he handles a ball off, someone's on the next bloke and someone's on the next bloke. Just put him under enormous pressure in the first five minutes and then let the footy take from there. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, it almost motivates me to go out there right now. And, uh, <laughs> That's as good as I've got. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my my time has come and gone. It was ne- it's never come actually; it's gone. So, yeah, but, <laughs> it's uh, it was gone before it started. So, in saying all that, what are you hoping to see this week? Is that the um, you know, what you're sort of hoping to, you know, actually win the contested footy and you know, really going hard and compete? Yeah, I think that's that's what I've sort of hoped for. I mean, that's I like that. Anytime, whether whether a team's up and about or whether a team's struggling, um, I think if you go out and put 100% pressure, I think the, you, you, your footy takes over after that once you once you get the ball rolling. Um, yeah. I think it's a good way to turn some form around. Just go out and get a tackle, get a smother, get a chase, get a bump. You know, just get some body pressure on and get yourself into the game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's exactly right, and it's it's pretty simple, isn't it? Just keeping the game simple is. now, isn't it? Well, they're not they're not um, on AFL lists for no reasons. We know they can kick, we know they can mark, we know they can amble yeah. to, to an extent, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's what they do when they don't have the footy, and it's what they do to get the footy back. I think and play a massive role to to how we can go. You know, they they train often enough that their running patterns, their leading patterns, 
their ball movement patterns should become, you know, second nature to them. So it's uh, it's the other things um, getting up and about can play a big role. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If uh, if you do that, then rest takes care of itself, really, doesn't it? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, in saying all that, um, what's your final prediction for Saturday night? You expect a win? Of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, look again. It's uh, said it before. It's an opportunity. Um, if we can come out firing uh, in the defensive side of things, uh, I think it'll go a long way. Carlton are up and about. They're a good team at the moment. Yeah. Um, so we need to be on our A game. You know, Sydney. Sydney are a good side as well, and, and we saw what we can do with them. Um, yeah. I just don't want that game to go to waste by putting together three poor performance games. So we need we need to bounce back. We need to bounce back hard, and I think we need to show that through uh, physicality uh, and defensive pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we can get get that going, then yeah, you never know. You're always in the game. If you, yep. you know, if you if your defence comes first, then um, usually offence comes after that, and it'll it'll take care of itself. But um, yeah, it'll be an interesting. Uh, hopefully, we will get um, an int- yeah you know, a good response, and yeah, that's the most important thing. Uh, anyways, yeah. Troy, did you want to add anything else before I let you go? No, well, yeah, I will. Um, stay patient, Roots fans. Um, yeah. The wheel turns, and the sun comes up tomorrow. All those little cliches, but it yeah. will get better. I know everyone wants to see it right now, but it will get better. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take time, and I, I always, you know, like team people are talking about, you know, where Adelaide are, and where Collingwood are. But I still believe in 2024 we'll be we'll be ahead of them, um, even though we're behind them now. I think we'll where where this list is at in 2024 is when we'll start thriving, and um, yeah, we're, I mean we. I mean, it's no excuse for the poor efforts and you know, the lack of effort last few weeks, but um, yeah. it will happen eventually. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more and just try and stay patient with it. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a good final message, Troy. And uh, where can people find you on Twitter if they want to have a chat and talk about uh, how good of a job Brad Scott is doing? Mako <laughs> uh, Shark 35 on Twitter. Um, happy to have a chat. Love chatting with North supporters, but any, any football supporters in general. Um, yeah. Keeps, keeps it good. Yeah, no, sounds good. Well, anyways, Troy, uh, thanks for coming coming on on a Friday night. I really appreciate it. It's good to get you no input problems. on it all. And um, I'm sure I'll chat to you soon. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again, mate. Uh, good on you, Troy. Take care. So thanks to, again uh, to Troy for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, it's always good to get an ex-player's perspective on how the team's performing. And yeah, like I said at the start of the show, um, get the psyche of the players and so forth. And, and like you said, you just, we just got to, I guess you know, a few days after the result, we've got to preach patience um, at the end of the day. This is a rebuild. As uh, as much as we're trying to use um, that a bit too much at the moment, probably as a club, you know, it is a rebuild and um, we're, we're right in the heart of it at the moment. I, I still think in 2024 is the year when we'll start um, really taking big steps and we'll be a top 16 by then. I'm still confident of that. So, you know, you'll have players like LDU, Josh Simpkin, be 100-game players. Uh, Jason on Francis will be a 50-game player by then or close to it. Um, so, yeah, no, we'll... Uh, we'll yeah, you know, the the club has got have gone in the right direction as far as um you know uh, list changes goes, and you know there has been a lot of talk um 
in the in the 2015 16 drafts that none of those players are really there anymore but um you know we can't complain about the last couple of drafts we've really nailed um all our picks you know uh paul curtis has come you know is going to be a very good player by the looks of it and he he, he was uh, one of the last picks miller bergman is looking the reserves josh goder as well is at his moments uh, you know callum colin jones i still think is the right man um yeah, for the job, he'll be the number one ruck probably next year, I think. Um, so yeah, no, it's not it's not all doom and gloom. We just got to be a bit more patient, I guess, as supporters, as hard as it is sometimes. But and like I said um, to Troy, it's, it's no excuse for effort as well that we've seen the last couple of weeks. And I think you'll see a much better North Melbourne team this Saturday night and, and make sure you try and get down to the game as well um, you know I think um, these are the times where you really got to stick thick um, and not be you know easy and just sort of uh, oh, well it's too hard now I'm not going to go out on my Saturday night and waste my you know two and a half hours watching you know that crap or anything like that this is where you stick thick and go to the games I'll be at the game tomorrow uh, I'm going with a mate uh, it's a Carlton supporter um, who was a bit nervous actually, so yeah, which is good to hear. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, stick thick with the with the team, and you know, really get behind them, and you know, um, really support them when we kick a goal. You know, get loud, and so forth. So yeah, no. Nah. Anyways, um, yeah, I really appreciate all the you know comments and the likes and the retweets. Uh, you guys, have, you know, lovely listeners that done for the show. It's, it's helped the show grow. You know, it's gone out to more people. Um, I'm definitely getting more downloads over the last few weeks. And, um, yeah, even if you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that uh, that, um, that really helps out the show as well. Um, I probably will be back uh, next week, either Monday or Tuesday. I'll, you know, I'll do a review of our, uh, hopefully, our win against Carlton. But um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we just put up a good performance and, you know, a competitive performance similar to Sydney. I mean, you know, we're, 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 as supporters, we're at a stage now where we don't expect to win. So, you know, we'll... Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how we go. Hopefully, we do. But um, yeah, if we uh, if we don't win and put in a good performance, that's all we can ask for at the moment. Yeah. Anyways, I've um, I've dribbled on enough. Um, yeah, like I said, I'll be back next week. And today, I'll leave a shout out to Mitchell Hibbard. Bye for now.